Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick, on Twitter, Gratitude underscore Chick, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another reading of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. We are on chapter number 15, and my Kindle says we are 71% there, so we're almost done. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, just as a reminder, remember, this is a reading with my commentary. You don't have to agree. That's fine. This is just my commentary. So chapter number 15 is called Your Subconscious Mind and Your Happiness. William James, father of American psychology, said that the greatest discovery of the 19th century was not in the realm of physical science. The greatest discovery was the power of the subconscious touched by faith. And every human being is that limitless reservoir of power which can overcome any problem in the world. True and lasting happiness will come into your life the day you get the clear realization that you can overcome any weakness. The day you realize that your subconscious can solve your problems, heal your body, and prosper you beyond your fondest dreams. Now, I think for me, I have not had this realization. Even as much as I talk about it and I and I believe it, if this is supposed to be my response, I have not had this response. So, this has got my brain turning because now I I'm, I'm going to seek this response because it says Basically, the response is this. True and lasting happiness will come into your life the day you get the clear realization that you can overcome any weakness, the day you realize that your subconscious can solve your problems, heal your body, and prosper you beyond your fondest dream. I have not had any of this yet. I'm ready to have this. I'm ready. I am ready for this realization. I'm ready. You might have felt very happy when when your child was born, when you got married, when you graduated from college, or when you won a great victory or a prize. You might have been very happy when you became engaged to the loveliest girl or the most handsome man. You see that? Loveliest girl or man or the most handsome man, girl or man. What about loveliest woman, sir? Anyway, you could go on and list innumerable, oh, sorry, innumerable experiences which have made you happy. However, no matter how marvelous these experiences are, they do not give real lasting happiness. They are transitory. And I think that's that may be what is kind of placating me right now is because uh, is the are these transitory feelings 
Because like I said, whatever he's saying that I'm supposed to feel, I've not felt that. And maybe I am putting these transitory feelings on what should be when it really isn't. Oh, that's deep. Okay, the book of Proverbs gives the answer. Whosoever trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. Yes, when you trust in the Lord, the power and wisdom of your subconscious mind to lead, guide, govern, and direct all your ways, you will become poised, serene, and relaxed. As you radiate love, peace, and goodwill to all, you are really building a superstructure of happiness for all the days of your life. Mercy. You must choose happiness. Happiness is a state of mind. There is a phrase in the Bible which says, Choose ye this day whom you will serve. You have the freedom to choose happiness. And and I just want to put a caveat right there because I do have a lot of women listeners. And this right here is an answer to you all. Happiness is a state of mind. It is a choice. It is something for you to choose for yourself. Do not seek happiness from outside of yourself. Meaning, do not seek happiness in a man. And I don't want to sound condescending, but even our young girls are learning somehow that happiness for them exists outside of them. And I want it to be known right now for every woman listening. Happiness is a choice that you can choose for yourself. It is a state of being. As gratitude is a feeling and a state of being, you can choose to be grateful. You can choose happiness in your life. So I just thought I would say that because if you only knew what what lights up my inbox, and which is why I'm doing your story time, because... My my inbox gets lit up. You have the freedom to choose happiness. This may seem extraordinarily simple, and it is. Perhaps this is why people stumble over over the way to happiness. They do not see the simplicity of the key to happiness. The great things of life are simple, dynamic, and creative. They produce well-being and happiness. St. Paul reveals to you how you can think your way into a life of dynamic power and happiness. In these words, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Philippians 4.8 And just as a, a, a another caveat... <laughs> My last uh, episode in the Manifesting in the Bible series, episode number 18, talks about that specific verse. So if you guys want to take a listen in that, go take a listen. It's episode 18 of Manifesting in the Bible. I promise you, it is a good listen. How to choose happiness. Begin now to choose happiness. This is how you do it. When you open your eyes in the morning, say to yourself, divine order takes charge of my life today and every day. All things work together for good for me today. This is a new and wonderful day for me. There will never be another day like this one. 
I am divinely guided all day long, and whatever I do, I will prosper. Divine love surrounds me, enfolds me, and enwraps me, and I go forth in peace. Whenever my attention wanders away from that which is good and constructive, I will immediately bring it back to the contemplation of that which is lovely and of good report. I am a spiritual and mental magnet attracting to myself all things which bless and prosper me. I am going to be a wonderful success in all my undertakings today. I am definitely going to be happy all day long. That is something to write down. That literally is something to write down and declare. It is a declaration. Something to write down and declare every day. Start each day in this manner, then you will be choosing happiness and you will be radiate be, you will be a radiant joyous person. He made it a habit to be happy. A number of years ago, I stayed for about a week in a farmer's house in Connemara on the west coast of Ireland. He seemed to be always singing and whistling and was full of humor. I asked him the secret of his happiness and his reply was, it is a habit of mine to be happy. Every morning when I awaken and every night before I go to sleep, I bless my family, the crops, the cattle, and I thank God for the wonderful harvest. This farmer had made practice of this for over 40 years. As you know, thoughts repeated regularly and systematically sink into the subconscious mind and become habitual. He discovered that happiness is a habit. So so let, let, let me re- read that again. As you know, thoughts repeated regularly and systematically sink into the subconscious mind and become habitual. Or in other words, sink, sink into the subconscious mind and become an assumption. And then your assumption becomes your belief. You understand that? Which is why we do affirmations. Because the, even if you don't believe what you're saying now, the more that you repeat it, the more it com- becomes habitual, the more it becomes an assumption, and the more it becomes your belief. Even if you start today and you don't believe what you're saying, your continual repetition of it will be buried in your mind and it will become your belief. If you don't agree with what I'm saying, all you have to do is go back into your mind and get some of those negative th- thoughts and, and, and negative self-talk that repeats in your mind over and over and realize they had to come from somewhere. They came from someone you trusted to believe those things, like your mother, your father, your grandmother, your aunt, your uncle, your best friend. Someone told you those things, and eventually it was told to you enough that you believed those things. This was a gem. You must desire to be happy. There was one very important point about being happy. You, you must sincerely desire to be happy. There are people who have been depressed, dejected, and unhappy so long that they were suddenly made happy by some wonderful, good, joyous news that would actually be like the woman who said to me, it is wrong to be so happy. They have been so accustomed to the old mental patterns that they do not feel at home being happy. They long for the former depressed, unhappy state. 
I knew a woman in England who had rheumatism for many years. She would pat herself on the knee and say, my rheumatism is bad today. I cannot go out. My rheumatism keeps me miserable. This dear elderly lady got a lot of attention from her son, daughter, and the neighbors. She really wanted her rheumatism. She enjoyed her misery, as she called it. And the only reason why I chuckle is because I am the an admin of a group um, for gastritis. And I hear a lot of people calling it my whatever, you know, gastrointestinal disorder that they're suffering from, suffering from, they call it my, you know, gastritis or my this or my that. So is is what what he's saying is actually playing in my mind because I see this all day long in that group and it's a lot of people in that group. It's like 40,000 people. So it's really crazy to me that he's saying that because I hear it so much in that group. And like he said, she really wanted her rheumatism. Sometimes these people complain so much that they really, really, I, I, they really want this disorder. And for me, I don't c- complain at all. I don't post any complaints. If I post anything, it is encouragement. I try to teach them about gratitude. It is really hard to be an admin of that group especially when I'm I'm the admin and group creator of babes who manifest it's really hard uh she enjoyed her misery as she called it this woman did not really want to be happy I suggested a curative procedure to her I wrote down some biblical verses and told her that if she gave attention to these truths Her mental attitude would undoubtedly change and would result in her faith and confidence in being restored to health. She was not interested. There seems to be a peculiar mental morbid streak in many people whereby they seem to enjoy being miserable and sad. And this, again, I'm going to reference that group because even today while I was just going through and, you know, just kind of making sure the comments were okay, I heard, I, I saw one lady she had about 10 different ailments and she just listed them and listed them and she was just going hard about my 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 and I was thinking to myself ma'am how are you clinging this hard to a disease I I just don't even understand that so I, I definitely get what he's saying why choose unhappiness many people choose unhappiness by entertaining these ideas today is a black day everything is going to go wrong i am not going to succeed everyone is against me business is bad and it's going to get worse i'm always late i never get the breaks this all sounds like me in my 20s he can but i can't and one of the things i used to always say is if anything bad can happen to me it will happen to me I said that like clockwork and it was not a surprise when bad things happened to me because not only did I speak it ignorantly and I say ignorantly because I didn't know any of this stuff 20 years ago so I spoke it ignorantly and then I I was never shocked It was just like a pissed off feeling that, oh, okay, well, you know, dump on me, you know. Ciao. Anyway, 
If you have this attitude of mind, the first thing in the morning, you will attract all these experiences to you and you will be very unhappy. Begin to realize that the world you live in is determinately large by what goes on in your mind. Marcus Aurelius, the great Roman philosopher and sage said, a man's life is what his thoughts make of it. Wow, that is deep. A man's life is what his thoughts make of it. Now, of course, we know this, but when you see it so simply put, especially since Marcus Aurelius lived thousands of years ago, that's crazy. Emerson, um, Emerson, America's foremost philosopher, said, a man is what he thinks all day long. And what's crazy is that's even simpler, but the other one was more impactful. The thoughts you habitually entertain in your mind have the tendency to actualize themselves in physical conditions. The thoughts you habitually entertain in your mind have the tendency to actualize themselves in physical conditions. That's deep. Make certain you do not indulge in negative thoughts, defeatist thoughts, or unkind, depressing thoughts. Recall frequently to your mind that you can experience nothing outside your own mentality. That is deep. If I had a million dollars, I would be happy. I have visited many men in the mental institutions who are millionaires, but they insisted they were penniless and destitute. They were incarcerated because of psychotic, paranoid, and manic depressive tendencies. Wealth in and of itself will not make you happy. On the other hand, it is not a deterrent to happiness. Today, there are many people trying to buy happiness through purchase of radios, television sets, automobiles, a home in the country, a private yacht, and a swimming pool, but happiness cannot be purchased or procured in that way. The kingdom of happiness is in your thought and feeling. Too many people have the idea that it takes something artificial to produce happiness. Some say, if I were elected mayor, made president of the organization, promoted to general manager of the corporation, I would be happy. The truth is that happiness is a mental and spiritual state. None of these positions mentioned will necessarily bequeath happiness. Your strength, joy, and happiness consist in finding out the law of divine order and right action lodged in your subconscious mind and by applying these principles in all phases of your life. He found happiness to be the harvest of a quiet mind. Lecturing in San Francisco some years ago, I interviewed a man who was very unhappy and dejected over the way his business was going. He was the general manager. His heart was filled with resentment towards the vice president and the president of the organization. He claimed that they opposed him. Because of this internal strife, business was declining. He was receiving no dividends or stock bonuses. This is how he solved his business problem. The first thing in the morning, he affirmed quietly as follows. All those working in our corporation are honest, sincere, cooperative, faithful, and full of goodwill to all. They are mental and spiritual links in the chain of this corporation's growth, welfare, and prosperity. 
I radiate love, peace, and goodwill in my thoughts, words, and deeds to my two associates and to all those in the company. The president and the vice president of our, co- of our company are divinely guided in all their undertakings. The infinite intelligence of my subconscious mind makes all decisions through me. There is only one right action in all our business transactions and in our relationship with each other. I send the messengers of peace, love, and goodwill before me to the office. Peace and harmony reign supreme in the minds and hearts of all those in the company, including myself. I now go forth into a new day full of faith, confidence, and trust. That is child, That is long. <laughs> That's long, but it was good. The business executives repeated the above meditation slowly three times in the morning, feeling the truth of what he affirmed. When fearful or angry thoughts came into his mind during the day, he would say to himself, peace, harmony, and poise govern my mind at all times. You need this in corporate America. If who's ever listening in corporate America, write this down because you need that. As he continued disciplining his his mind in this manner, all the harmful thoughts ceased to come and peace came into his mind. He reaped the harvest. Subsequently, he wrote me to the effect that at the end of about two weeks of reordering his mind, the president and the vice president called him into the office, praised his operations and his new constructive ideas, and remarked how fortunate they were in having him as general manager. He was very happy in discovering that man finds happiness within himself. The block or stump is not really there. I read a newspaper article some years ago which told about a horse who had shied when he came to a stump on the road. Subsequently, every time the horse came to that same stump, he shied. The farmer dug the stump out, burned it, and leveled the old road. Yet for 25 years, every time the horse passed the place where the former stump was, he shied. The horse was shying at the memory of a stump. There is no block to your happiness save in your own thought, life, and mental imagery. Are fear or worry holding you back? Fear is a thought in your mind. You can dig it up this very moment by supplanting it with faith in success, achievement, and victory over all problems. I knew a man who failed in business. He said to me, I made mistakes. I've learned a lot. I am going back into business, and that will be a tremendous success. He faced up to that stump in his mind. He did not whine or complain, but he tore up the stump of failure. And through believing in his inner powers to back him up, he banished all fear, thoughts, and old depressions. Believe in yourself and you will succeed and be happy. The happiest people, sorry, the happiest people, the happiest man is who constantly brings forth and practices what is best in him. Happiness and virtue complement each other. The best are not only the happiest, but the happiest are usually the best in the art of living life successfully. God is the highest and best in you. Express more of God's love, light, truth, and beauty, and you will become one of the happiest persons in the world today. Epicus, the Greek Stoic philosopher, said, There is but one way to tranquility of mind and happiness. Let this therefore be always ready at hand with thee, both when 
them wakest early in the morning and all the day long, and when thou goest late to sleep, to account no external things thine own, but commit all these to God. There's a lot of these and thous and thines in there. <laughs> but um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. This was a really good chapter. I enjoyed it myself, if you hadn't noticed by, you know, all my ravings. I really enjoyed this chapter, um, especially about happiness. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I'll probably make some posts in the group about this and maybe do a couple posts about this on TikTok just because I feel that it is such, it is so imperative, especially with this new younger generation, that they realize that happiness comes from within and not any person or anything outside of themselves. And I think that especially our young girls, once you realize that you have the power to just choose happiness, then your their whole lives will change. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So I don't want to get on my soapbox because, child, I can. So I'm going to, you know, just leave it there. And I'm going to thank you very, very much for tuning in for another episode to hear me talk and and, and ramble about subjects that I love so much. Thank you. Um, don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you, your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Feliz Navidad. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow us on our new YouTube page at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in our description box for a good deal on starting your own dropshipping business with Shopify.